Hey there, and welcome to the Boldly Engaged podcast, a United Way of Allen County production. United Way of Allen County exists to boldly impact critical community issues, and the four main priority areas we focus our work on include educational opportunities, food security, housing stability, and mental health access. We strive to provide comprehensive resources to our community so we can make Allen County a better place to work, play, and live. This podcast serves as a platform to highlight the changemakers in our community who are dedicated to making positive changes as they align with United Way's mission and our passion for taking bold action. The Boldly Engaged podcast is brought to you by the American Federation of Labor and Congress of Industrial Organizations. The AFL-CIO and the United Way share a common vision of prosperous, inclusive, and diverse communities where every member has access to a quality public education, fair wages, good jobs, and affordable and quality health care. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I'm Bree, and I don't have my co-host Laurel here with me today. Unfortunately, she's feeling a little bit under the weather, um, so it'll just be me with our guest, Kelly. Um, we are going to highlight the fourth episode of the Boldly Engaged podcast. I can't believe we're already here and have highlighted so many incredible people, um, but today we're back with more content about changemakers here in Allen County. So Kelly, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up working as the director of the Office of Housing and Neighborhood Services for the city of Fort Wayne? Yes, I I think I have an interesting road that brought me to the Office of Housing and Neighborhood Services. I started with the city 25 years ago, and my first job was as a civilian in the Records Bureau for the Fort Wayne Police Department, where I did data entry and fingerprinted people at lockup. From there, I was the receptionist of the Community Development Division, where I worked my way up to being a like grant specialist for the Office of Housing and Neighborhood Services. I took a brief detour in finance and administration and then worked my way back once the, the job as director became available. It was something I really couldn't pass up my my passion. Um, what I really enjoy is the work that we do and how we can try to make Fort Wayne and the lives of our residents better. Absolutely. Can you tell us a little bit more about what the um, Office of Housing and Neighborhood Services does for the Allen County community? Yeah, so OHS is what we what we call it. Uh, we are responsible for administering the money that the city of Fort Wayne receives from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development, also known as HUD. And with that money each year, we do a significant amount of community input and stakeholder engagement to figure out what the gaps are in the community and what really the priority needs are. And then we try to use that money to fill those gaps and meet those needs. And what that means is each year we put out an application for our nonprofits to to provide services to the community. And with those dollars, we also use some of it, a significant amount, I would say, to provide services to our homeowners through our homeowner repair programs. We had an accessibility program that we launched for the first time last year. And then we also receive uh, just about a million dollars a year that is uh, primarily for the development, uh, the increased access for affordable housing. And 
We do that primarily through rehabilitation, new construction, conversion of commercial space into residential, and down payment assistance. Okay. So we really do provide a wide gamut of services. Yeah, you do a little bit of everything. Um, so this month we're trying to highlight cold weather resources um, and cold weather contingency plans. So Kelly, can you explain um, winter contingency for our listeners who might not know what that is and exactly um, what the Office of Housing and Neighborhood Services can do for people in our community um, as cold weather is approaching? Uh, yes, I recently we announced the what we call winter weather contingency, which is essentially a partnership amongst uh, the city and a bunch of uh, our partner agencies and shelter directors to ensure that there's warm shelter space and beds available for anyone in need. It's unfortunate, but we do in Fort Wayne have a population of people who are what we call unsheltered, so they are living outside. And once these temperatures get really low, it's very dangerous for them and they risk injury and unfortunately even death. So uh, what we are trying to do is keep those people safe and provide shelter for them and warmth. Do you work with certain organizations that provide um, housing for these people? Yes. So most of our shelters are population specific. And so it really takes a partnership. So we have a shelter that is for families um, and for a winter weather contingency that is just neighbors. And so if we have a family that is in need of, of shelter, we would have them contact them first through the winter weather contingency. If they don't have space available, then they get referred to the Fort Wayne Rescue Mission, who's kind of the main hub of this effort. So the city of Fort Wayne is providing $30,000 in funding, which will allow all of these agencies to hire seasonal help. And so they will be able to add additional beds to their shelters to increase their services. Okay, yeah, that's incredible. Um, So at United Way, um, we have what we call our priority seasons, as I'm sure many of you have heard from previous episodes. Um, We're kind of focusing on certain quarters of the year, what we want to focus on in terms of our priorities. So right now we are in the housing stability priority. So can you speak to us a little bit about the way um, the Office of Housing and Neighborhood Services is helping to address that priority specifically um, in Allen County through your services? Yes. Um, I First of all, I want to point out that when we did our homelessness strategic plan, we found that the primary reason that people are homeless is because of the lack of affordable housing. Mm-hmm. And so we're working really hard to use every dollar that we have available to try to increase the amount of units that are available and affordable to our families. And so we've been doing that through partnering with developers to build new units. We, I think we distributed over $22 million in emergency rental assistance that we got um, through the COVID-19 funding. And that was, I think, in a 16 months. So it was a significant endeavor. Uh, we also partner with agencies like Brightpoint and the Housing Authority to do what we call rapid rehousing. So we can take people from the shelters and get them into a more permanent housing, along with all the wraparound support services and case management. So it really does it. 
there's a lot of things that mm-hmm. we need to be working yeah, on. For sure. And you mentioned partnerships. So I know that we work with the city of Fort Wayne for the Everyone Home strategic plan um, that was rolled out by the city not too long ago. So can you tell um, some of our listeners a little bit about the Everyone Home strategic plan and what, what that's going to be, what it is right now, um, what people can look forward to as, as we move forward with that? Yes, the Everyone Home Plan is essentially the plan for Fort Wayne to end homelessness. Although the city paid for the consultant that kind of led the effort, we really view this as a community plan. And it's important for all of us to acknowledge that we're not going to end homelessness through the efforts of one agency. It's really going to take all of our nonprofits. It's going to take all of our community members essentially to make this happen. And so what this is, is it kind of lays the the map out of mm-hmm. what we all can do to try to reduce and end the number of people that are experiencing homeless in Fort Wayne, whether it's... Um, providing services to people who are who are unsheltered and out on the streets all the way to how do we engage landlords to you know maybe accept people that have housing vouchers and um you know, get people permanently housed. Mm -hmm. So it really does. It starts all the way from like really basic essentials to the long term permanent solutions. Right. For sure. Yeah. It's going to be incredible to see where this plan goes as you guys move forward with it. Um, In your career, what is one important lesson or maybe a piece of advice that you've learned that you would like to share with those that are joining us? Um, I think as I started, I have I've taken an interesting route to get to where I'm at and I've done some interesting things. But my advice would be to try to find something that sparks passion and makes you feel joy and um, just pride in what you do, whatever that is. I think all of us are individuals and it different things speak to different people but I think I looked and we spend a third or like 90,000 hours on average of our life at work Mm -hmm. and so I think it's important for people to find something something. yes so that the stress and stuff is a little more bearable I think for sure absolutely Well, we urge all of you out there listening to continue to stay informed about what's going on in our community and to get involved with local nonprofits through giving, advocating, and volunteering. And here at United Way, we work hard alongside partners like Kelly and the city of Fort Wayne to address prevalent issues like housing and donations from the community are what make our work possible. So as we wrap up yet another episode, please consider donating to support United Way and our work with the link in the show notes. Kelly, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate it. And we're excited to see what the city of Fort Wayne continues to do for people in our community. Thank you. Next, we will have a brief conversation with our CEO, Rob, and Kip Howard with IBEW Local 305. Rob? Thank you, Bree. Uh, thank you, Kelly, um, and all you do with the city of Fort Wayne. Uh, United Way really appreciates uh, the support that the city has given us over the years. And um, excited uh, to be here today as president and CEO of uh, United Way of Allen County. Proud to have today's sponsor with us, Kip Howard from IBEW Local 305. 
you know, the 305 has been serving Northeast Indiana for the last 111 years, which actually means they are a little older than the United Way. We recently celebrated over 100 years of our existence. So, Kip, welcome to the Boldly Engage podcast. Thank you, Rob. Glad to be here. Yeah, it's uh, good to have you here. We're looking forward to our discussion on the 305, but maybe let's start off maybe on a little more personal level and just tell us a little bit about yourself, Kip. Yeah, so my name is Kip Howard. Uh, I am currently the business manager of IBW Local 305 here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, married, wife, Megan, uh, five kids, uh, have lived, uh, grew up in Angola, Indiana, uh, but I've worked here in the Fort Wayne jurisdiction for 28 years now. So five kids, what are their age ranges? Uh, the oldest is 25, and we still have two twins at home, 14 years old, a boy and a girl. Oh, wow. Uh, congratulations. Sounds like a great family. and Yeah, they keep uh, us moving. Yeah. So uh, uh, you talked a little bit. Uh, uh, could you talk to us about how long you've been in your current leadership role? So, currently as business manager, I've been in this position for four years. Okay. And before that, how did you come to that role? Uh, I started off um, an executive board for our local, uh, would be 15 years ago now. Uh, ran for executive board, then I ran for vice president, then president, and now business manager. Well, I, I think a lot of times, um, you know, for those listening to the podcast, when we we think about uh, labor unions, we don't really understand sometimes the size and the scope. Can you maybe tell us a little bit about how many members are part of the 305 and what that territory actually looks like? Yeah, so currently we have uh, about 600 active members. Um, we're what they call an inside local. So our our type of construction is uh, the usually the interiors of building, even though we do some outside work, mm -hmm. underground things like that. Uh, we also have voice data video technicians, probably about 60 of those of the 600, so 10% of the local. Um, our jurisdiction, uh, we have nine counties, so we go all the way up to the Michigan line, Steuben and LaGrange County, and then we kind of follow the Indiana-Ohio border down to Wells, ha uh, Adams, and Huntington County down there. And do you have a local office here in, in Fort Wayne? We do. We're located at uh, 136 Shambo Road. Um, that, that's where our main office is at and our JTC apprenticeship building as well. So maybe talk about that apprenticeship piece of that. What, what, what would entail an apprenticeship with the 305? What might that look like? So our apprenticeship, we have actually two apprentices. Um, we have our Inside Wireman program, which is a five-year apprenticeship. And then our voice data video apprenticeship is a three-year apprenticeship. And if somebody was interested in possibly uh, finding their way to an apprenticeship, how, how might that happen, Kip? So you would come down to our office at uh, 136 Shambo Road, and you would make application. We take applications in January, the entire month of January, complete the application. You take an aptitude test. If you pass the aptitude test, you get an interview. And then if you're off that interview list, you get ranked. And based upon ranking, we enter, depending on how many apprenticeships or apprentices we want to take, um, we select from the top of the list down. Yeah, I think you know anymore when uh, we speak to uh, the needs of an economy. Uh, people are talking about uh, apprenticeship programs and a, a pipeline to uh, good working, uh, good paying jobs, jobs with benefits. Maybe talk a little bit about that aspect of the local 305. 
Yeah, so the best thing about our apprenticeship is uh, there is no tuition involved with it. Um, you pay for your books. So uh, in addition to working during the day, you work an eight-hour job, then you go to class one night a week, um, and then there's no there's no tuition to it. So you go five years, um, you graduate from the apprenticeship, uh, and you have a very well-paying job. So our journeyman wiremen are making $70,000 a year with benefits on top of that, health insurance and four pensions. So um, the goal and the best thing about being in the union besides livable wages is that you will be able to retire someday. So it's good. Yeah, I, and we were talking about this before, uh, the impact of uh, labor and the ability to keep the American dream alive and um, uh, glad that we have that apprenticeship and that availability. Uh, just one last piece on that um, age to enter into that apprenticeship program. Um, you can be 17 to make application um, and actually work in the field. Uh, the, the most important part really is to have a valid driver's license and a reliable car because we do have nine counties. Um, if our contractors get work in one of those counties, even though you may live in Allen County, you may have to drive to Steuben or Wells or Adams, one of the southern. So. So, Kip, uh, uh, excited to have you here, excited to have you as a sponsor of our podcast. Uh, we're looking forward to many more episodes, and we're just thankful for Labor stepping up and sponsoring uh, this uh, first podcast uh, that we've, we've launched. With regards to your members and the people within the organization, Anything that we've maybe not touched upon that you'd like to, to talk about? Yeah, Rob, I think I'd like to mention that uh, the IBW is actually the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers. Um, our apprentices are going to um, school to become electricians, and I would like to mention that the IBW itself has been around for 132 years total, so our birthday is November 28th, actually. Yeah, I, I, I think, um, Kip, when uh, I'm with you and... Uh, uh, we've had that opportunity to engage. The thing that I would notice is the welcoming environment uh, that you've provide. Uh, so if you're out there thinking about the work of the 305 or thinking about becoming an apprentice, um, that's a very welcoming environment. And uh, you've been very welcoming to me. I'm now almost one year into my new position. So thank you for that. Uh, uh, you know, the United Way and labor has had a 75-year relationship, and we're very proud of that relationship. Um, and usually we find ourselves coming close together when there's points of crisis within our community. Most recent example has been the pandemic and our ability to work together to make sure that those who were going without uh, had the resources that they needed to get by day by day. Anything that you'd like to hit upon in regards to some of those other outside things that uh, the 305 is, is doing in our community? Yeah, so um, in addition to providing good wages and benefits, one of the things that unions, even other unions besides electrical workers, we do like to give back to our community. I think it's very important for us to um, give back. Uh, we do um, coat drives. We do um, fundraisers or food raisers, food drives. Mm -hmm. um, we do community service projects where we will actually donate labor and materials to help um, people in need or even uh, businesses in need um, that help provide uh, housing and things like that for, for uh people that are not so fortunate as us. So 
uh, it's very important for us to give back and we we do it every chance that we get well cap thank you for that thank you for your sponsorship of the podcast we look forward to the next 75 years and whatever that looks like uh, uh so very much appreciative of your time uh today and looking forward to more interactions in the future we appreciate you rob too you've been very welcoming and, and uh, very uh helpful in uh, working with us so thank you much kip all right